Welcome to episode 18 of The Bar Dizzle. The show is legal now, so Dave and Scott will celebrate their coming of podcast age and the Christmas season in their usual way. They'll be coming down your chimney with a sack full of sports, spirits and or brews and mixing in a few random snowflakes. Happy holidays to all of our listeners in whatever way you celebrate it. Now from the island of Misfit Toys, here are your jolly old elves. Merry Christmas and don't forget my bonus, boys. Thanks, dear. Always with the old thing. <laughs> Tessa, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll leave a peppermint stick from old St. Nick hanging on your Christmas tree. How about that? <laughs> Somehow, Dave, I'm guessing her agent is going to want a Christmas ham and a big bowl of figgy pudding to sweeten that deal. <laughs> yeah, good point. Maybe a shepherd's pie to be named later. Mm. Uh, well, uh, indeed, we are a week away from the arrival of that famous fat man in a little suit. Uh, no, not Tommy Boy, uh, the other, <laughs> other, other fat guy, so... Uh, Scott, how about uh, reaching deep into your red suit and uh, pulling out the list of goodies we'll be treating our naughty and or nice listeners tonight, buddy? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, oddly enough, uh, show number 18 comes on uh, oh, December 18th. 12, 18. I yeah. didn't even pick, I wasn't picking up what you're putting down there for a so, second. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Damn. at uh, the 18th hole. Uh, wow. Give everybody a uh, uh, fair, fair warning here that uh, mm-hmm. we'll... We'll be on hiatus over the holiday break, but yep. uh, we might have something special to put out for you. Yep, another bye week, but Scott might be working on a little special. Put for something, you. maybe something in the stocking, or maybe something uh, to warm your New Year's. Right. Uh, anyway, we're going to hit the the famous 18s. We got a, a couple uh, good ones to really dive into. Sure I do. think. Yeah. We got some significant discussions around the the Steelers and the NFL. The flightless birds are, are soaring. Soaring. Right. A couple quick hits on the Pitt and Penn State, and then. Um, We'll get into uh, what we're sipping tonight, and then we'll round out the show with the ever-popular, never-duplicated, often-imitated, <laughs> uh, famous uh, people, birthdays, and or events. Lots of stuff there, too. Yeah, yeah. So we got a jam-packed uh, holiday show, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So with that, Dave, I'm going to take us out, and uh, we'll be back. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> break there and in the famous number 18s and onto the diamond and uh the straw man they're all straw yeah yeah we talked about that one show but yeah the uh serenade that the uh the uh well uh, yeah i guess it was uh, no no that was that was different that was that was the uh the larry thing sorry <laughs> i morphed into larry from uh from the uh Colorado. chipper jones oh, well no with oh, chipper yeah, jones yeah, or the yeah, yankees yeah, yeah. thing i, I kind of digressed yeah well you know we kind of touched on Daryl and Doc, you know, that yeah. docu-series, uh, but just the ESPN 30 for 30 when they talked at those two, which is still uh, an amazing thing. But look, you know. Yeah, Smoke you, show. Yeah, you flashed up his some of his highlights here with the you know, eight-time All-Star, you know, and the four-time World Series champ. People forget he went to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, picked up some more of those things, and, the, you know, Rookie of the Year and uh, under his belt as well. And just, uh, you know, just one of those just – consummate power hitters that lean whip action you know that the, the, those lefties you know that like get that bad head started yep and uh you know rocket the ball all over the yard and uh you know obviously formidable years with with the metropolitans there and then of course his 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 struggles with you know addiction and things are, are are documented as well too but look we're talking about his career on the field and he was he was amazing and along with doc who you know <clears throat> didn't really <clears throat> excuse me pardon me 
we didn't really kind of go over that, but you know, Doc, we talked about his you know accomplishments with the Mets, but he also came on to throw a no hitter with the Yankees. So both of these guys went on to the other side of the city, took the and, train, and, and and yeah, took the train and and end up uh, you know having some 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 late heroics with 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 the pinstripers there. So uh, what are your thoughts on Daryl? Yeah, I, I just think you know uh, he he had a you know heck of a career, but I I kind of always feel like he. He could have been greater. Sure, changed himself. A yeah, bit, I think yeah. Uh, I think he derailed sure. himself there with uh, some of the substance. And, Absolutely. Uh, um, I mean, would you? And and I, I was just getting ready to go out and look at the stats. I mean, would would you say he was a better player than like a Dave Parker? Um, no, and I and I'll just say why. And it's not like it's by leaps and bounds, but but the Cobra was, um, you know, he was a like he was a five generational five tool yeah. player with the arm. You know the throwing guys that you know the guy out in the all-star game and just yeah. you know just he was the you know mvp player and you know just had everything when he was really on it i mean i think he just had more tools in the box a little bit i mean daryl look he a pretty strong arm you know he could he could run a little bit and uh you know i had the power but i i think the parker just was he was such a he was such a threat like pre-bonds you know he was like the guy that was like the wow you really you really had to like worry about this guy all the time. Darrow at times had slumps, like like some times where he would slide away into now. Whether that was because of some of the things he was doing to himself at the time or not, but but Parker was just like for that stretch. I think he just was more all around scary and dangerous. You know yeah. what I mean? So I would say no, maybe a step down. But look, he had a run there where he was amazing. But to your point, I think he, I think a lot of the things he did. Uh, later and somewhere in his career, he did a lot of things to himself. Where Mr. Parker, it was really injuries that really, you know, started to derail his. Well, he had his some. Thing. He had some issues too. Yeah. yeah, he had some issues too. But yeah, for sure, it started with a lot of injuries. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, look, Daryl was great. Yep. Uh, the next one was kind of interesting, right? Uh, heck of a heck of a player, uh, Moises Alou, president of the uh, Bartman uh, fan club. Uh, in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it just uh, you know, in, in in the local flavor is you know he was drafted by the Buckos here in the first round, yeah, uh, yep. second overall in the '86 draft, yeah, uh, and I think he was uh, the the centerpiece for the uh, Zane Smith deal, right? Yeah, that sounds right. I I I I, I thought there was something in there where, um, how far, I don't know how far back this goes, but where was the the thing we 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 got the the second baseman for the Yankees in the trade? I guess that was somebody else. What, uh, I, what I was thinking, you know, is that second baseman or shortstop or whatever that we got later. And but, but it, no, I think you're right. I think it was the Zane Smith was the was the centerpiece. You could probably and I think I think I uh, Aloy was uh, Alou was the uh, um, player to be named later. Is that right? Mm-hmm. If Jeez. I remember correctly, because wow. it, it, it was and it wasn't like you know ten months later, but it was uh, right. The six-time All-Star to be named later. Yeah. <laughs> Two-time Silver Slugger Award winner. Right, right, right. I mean, obviously, the thing that a lot of people that out there, that your listeners out yeah, there I, would think about was the was the incident in Chicago where the where the fan came out by the rail yeah. and so knocked the ball away. But. The Expos got the uh, the famous Scott Ruskin and Willie Green from us, and the okay. player player to be named later, which turned out to be, eight days later, turned out to be Moises Alou. Oh, Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I had my other trade mixed up when we had like the Willie Randolph yeah. thing or something. Oh, like that. yeah. We yeah. did that thing later, remember, for 
the and like like the reliever that we had uh, that was really great, and we we sent to them. But anyway, I had my people mixed up. Yeah, he look he carved out some hell of a career. Was a you know, World Series champion. Yeah. eventually. So uh, Jimmy Leland, right? Uh, correct. So uh, you know, look his his family tree is quite populated with apples. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got dad and uncles, and you know, I mean, uh, Maddie and uh, Jesus and Felipe. Felipe. I mean, it, I mean, you talk about a just a MLB family. It's, yeah. it's, 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 you know, you, you look down through history of different things like the Sutter brothers and yeah. like hockey and stuff. Yeah. It's insane how many people they put in there, but that's kind of like the way, where this tree was, but yeah, this guy was pretty, he was pretty badass. And, uh, rounding out here in the, in the Berg, uh, we had, uh, Andy Van Slyke wearing, uh, 18 slick. Yeah. yeah. Boy, what a trade that was back wow. in the early night. What, what I mean, we talk about trades with the Penguins and bringing Ronnie Franchise back th and things that like that. That one has that to rank right up there with Absolutely that. insane. I mean, look, everybody loved I mean, including myself and my nephew, who's gonna, I'm sure going to listen to this, was a Tony Pena guy. I had a picture of him on photo day when he would go down on the Fifth field. Drug. Fifth drug. Fifth drug day. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he was he, – he, and I saw a thing with him on Inside Pirates Baseball a while back. You know, really was devastated by the trade. Never expected to – to move from here but that's that's how things go and i think that he was more of a naive guy becoming coming from from where he came from in yeah. dominican or, yeah. or puerto rico which which one i don't remember but you know from you know, the guys in the latin culture they just never expected anything like that to happen but to bring back you know andy van slake and you know and also mike lavalier it's yeah. not to be a you know a, a real a real good backstop at the time a real solid guy you know he could handle the staff really well Chip in some offense here and there. Just, a, I mean, that was a. And he, they got that. He, he was no chump change either. Yeah, they got that picture that looked real good. Was yeah, Mike, Mike Dunn. Mike Mike Dunn, D U N N E. Yeah, think, he yeah. yeah he 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 peaked and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was solid, but he he was well. He he fell off they expected. Like in, he did in eighteen months. Yeah, he he, he, he wasn't part of the. Mm -mm. The uh, uh, playoff runs. Yeah, that would have been the greatest trade of all time. Yeah, that'd be a twenty game winner or something. But or even you know, fifteen game winner. Yeah. But look, Vince, like obviously he was. Um, Whew, that's a, such a centerpiece, uh, you know, no pun intended, but in, the patrol in that center field and the diving catches and that just the clutch hits. And his hitting got better. His hitting got better, yeah. He was always I mean, a pretty two, good yeah, two silver gap power type yeah. of thing, but, you know, five five gold gloves. I mean, yeah. and all you have to do is just spin up some YouTube highlights of yeah. him diving, you know, like that like, like guy Jim Edmonds. Yeah. Reminds me of him, right? He's like, kind of like the older Jim Edmonds. Right. Like, you know, the angels just flying through the air with yeah. the he, greatest he was, of ease. He was diving on the uh, Three Rivers uh, car yeah. carpet-covered asphalt. Yeah, not so fun. I wonder <laughs> how many burn marks he had when he would go home at night and oh. put some salve on those things. Sheesh. But yeah, but he, but he was just, look, he was a big part of that. If it wasn't for the failings of, you know, the the famous things with the Sid Bream and everything else. And, and every, he was, would have been a world series champion too, because he was a significant part of those yeah. early nineties, uh, deals, uh, yep. real religious guy and him and, you know, him and Barry, you know, they had issues because, and that Barry was really bitter because, you know, he got, he got extended a deal yeah, and like before Barry did. And it's like, well, you put the, you know, his, Whitey. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. It's like, you're putting Whitey in front of me. You know, that's just the way he thought all the time. And, that was kind of like the beginning of the end of Bonds here yeah. because it just, when he saw that contract come up with him first, it was like, well, what about me and that kind right. of thing? And then right. it started to go, Ooh. but yeah, you know, look, he had a, he had a tremendous career, kind of a, kind of a, a I'm going to say a aloof guy, real religious guy, but not really you know, yeah. a back slapping, you know, type of, right. but boy, he could, he could just, he could just play though. So yep. he sure could. Yeah. Uh, probably one of my favorite pirates of all time. Loved him. 
headed into the gridiron and uh, <clears throat> number 18, Peyton Manning. Who? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that guy. Yeah. That, oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, just 14 Pro Bowls. That's that, that guy you're talking about? Uh, yeah. Seven-time first-team All-Pro. They, that, that, so let me repeat that again. Seven-time first-team All-Pro. If people don't understand that, that's like a lot of people make the Pro Bowl, and they're good, and they make the Pro Bowl, and some guys get on there because people get injured. When you're an All-Pro, that means you're the number one guy at right. your spot, period. Right. I mean, in the league. So, and... and uh, you know, and I think a real accomplishment, you know, fi- you know, finally getting, of course, the Colts that uh, in the rain down there in Miami, or whatever, getting yeah. that Super Bowl championship for Tony Dungy, <laughs> uh, and uh, and then and then going to and then going over to Denver, you know, with after the neck thing, yeah. where I thought he was done with the nerve yeah, damage fuse, or whatever, uh, fusion and a lot surgery. of uh, guys were saying, you know, doctors, you know, no, I mean, that's not such a great idea, but he. You know, he waited it out, and he, you know, he could have just, he could have retired and just, right. said, you know, took all his money and ran his football camps and went off into the sunset. But he, he's like a, like a determined guy, and you know, comes comes back. And even though he didn't play great in those playoff, like he wasn't a, the major factor. That defense was the major right. factor in the Denver yeah. win. He still got them there, and he put some of those numbers he put at that one year was like well, how many touchdowns? Like forty something yeah. or whatever. That one year it was insane. Yeah, he was challenging Marino's numbers. Oh my god, the one year it was just like the way five in one game, seven in another. Or something. Yeah, or, or I mean, hey, some bullshit. It was. He also had five <laughs> NFL MVPs. Yes. Oh yeah, exactly that little tidbit. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, Super Bowl MVP. But yeah, and he, the 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 the, the funny thing is about him is his post career. He's hysterical. Yeah, I mean his commercials yeah. and his 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 Peyton's places that he has on ESPN Plus now yeah. with all this stuff. I mean he's legitimately fun. Like some guys try to be, and they're like, you know, okay, now I've got this platform since I'm a big right. guy on right. campus. But he's legitimately funny and like insightful, and he Saturday Night Live and just whatever. So his 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 post career is is just about as interesting and formidable as his regular career. But yeah, but you know, from Tennessee to you know his dad, obviously. You know, uh, being Archie, yeah. at, uh, the coin flip decided who we were going to get Archie or, yeah. or Terry Bradshaw, you know, coming back from that, uh, back in that time. So hey, whole, Archie you know, was a pretty Eli. good player. He could he could have, I mean, I, I don't want to say he was better than Bradshaw, but, you know, Brad, Bradshaw oh, yeah. he was on some pretty damn good teams. Oh, yeah, and right. And, and if, if Archie comes here, he's a four-time Super Bowl champion. I, 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 that's I, what I, I was saying. Any, I don't yeah. have any any doubt about that with a running game or a defense or whatever. And, and, you know, New Orleans, he's running for his life. And, you know, he's basically didn't have the supporting cast around him. But, uh, yeah, Peyton. Peyton's places. Look it up on ESPN+. Plus. It's pretty funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then rounding out football, uh, a, a heck of a receiver. Yeah. Always gave the Steelers fits. Oh, uh, yeah. Charlie Joyner Charlie from Joyner. the uh, San Diego Charger. Right. I mean, uh, he's another one of those guys that was in, I think it was in that game, with the tight end, we talked about um, uh, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. I mean, they're going up and down the field at Miami. That classic game, yeah. you know. And he played on another team too, right? He was like, was it the other Rams or something? He played on a couple of different teams, but yeah, for the, for you know, for the your Charger, which I, I still love those powder blue lightning yeah. bolt uniforms. I still love those things from back in the day with John Hadel, number twenty one, their quarterback. I'm dating myself now, but but uh, Joiner was part of that, uh, you know. That Air Coriel yeah. uh, era, era from they the, just, yeah. Before you know, being uh, an air attack was, you know, was in vogue. You know, it was it was kind of like a a trailblazing. That was before the greatest show on turf. That was when you know there wasn't as much of that in the game. So um, real time update. <clears throat> yeah, he started with Houston. 
Yeah, that's what I kind of remember. And that, and, and and I don't. Nah, I was probably a little he, for like three years. He was with Cincinnati. Seventy. Yeah, I just remember a couple other teams. I, I, you wouldn't. I, if you pressed me, I wouldn't be able to tell yeah. which team it was. But I knew it wasn't the whole career with, with the Chargers. But uh, yeah, I mean they're. Phew, what an offensive juggernaut they were, and some of those games, those classic games with Miami and some other teams, worse. Yeah, he was pretty amazing. Pro Football Hall of Famer, so yeah, good on you, Charlie. Yeah, uh, and then heading to the the Frozen Pond, uh, we got a double shot here. Uh, Dueling Savards. Dueling Savards, <clears throat> no relation. Well, Dave and I double and triple checked and uh, footed and cross footed that. Yeah, uh, the first one, um, I, I had a lot of experience watching uh, Denny Savard. Um, um, I'm not sure why I did it backwards, Mr. age-wise. <laughs> Mr. Spinorama. Yeah, and, and I, got a, I got an interesting note on that Go uh, on. A, a little bit later. Okay. But um, so nine-time All-Star, uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, and, and you know, I was also, as I was going through this, actually, I'd, I I still have a problem with the 100 greatest NHL players and, and Evgeny Malkin not being on that. <laughs> I was going to actually say that. that might, that's going to be a show topic for us coming yeah. up soon because I was going through that. I'm like, that guy, nope, he's not. That, that guy's not better than Gino. That guy's just, right. So we'll, we'll come back to that, folks. You talk about a wound that you continue to pick at a while oh. ago on another show. That's kind of one that I, you know, I just kind of, you know, it's like, you know, I'm sure when, when uh, that came across uh, Gino's phone, he was probably, he, he, whoever said it, something maybe like, Sid or something like that said to you, do you believe this? You probably just went S M D H. Yeah. Yeah. Take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's another, right. That's another story. But what was the, uh, the Stanley cup with Chicago or was it somebody else or was it with uh, Montreal? I, uh, I think it was Montreal 93. Was that the 93 yeah. thing? He was still like hanging on there. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. at the end of the yeah. rainbow at that point, yeah, but that's right. Yeah. So, um, but he was, uh, he, he always reminded me of like a water bug on the ice. Yeah. Just yeah. a hell, hell of a skater. Yep. Uh, quick as quick as heck. Yeah. Um, just just crafty. Yeah. You know he was he was Gretzky without all the other talent around. And the Spinorama thing was real crazy. I mean, it was like it was like a video game yeah. like uh, weirdness where he would go get away from people doing this like three sixty because you know playing has got an idea. You know, doing just a Canadian turn and just to be able to spin out to do a Canadian turn is one thing, let yeah. alone going like one eighty. You know. Yeah. I mean, like dizzy. Yeah. So headed into uh, the uh, his counterpart uh, Serge Savard, heck of a player for the uh, Montreal Canadiens yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Four time All Star, one Consmith uh, recipient, Hockey Hall of Fame, of course, and and he too named to the one hundred yeah, greatest players that's, of that's, all time. That's probably legit. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of guys out there, like you said, that you can we can we can bat that. Uh, that oh, and he was a defenseman. Uh, Denny was yeah. a, a forward. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Um, and I got to see him a lot. Again, we t- we talked in a, some other episodes about the flying Frenchman. I got to see yeah. a lot more of him than Scott being being a little bit younger than me. But I mean, you know, it was just it was really worth the price of admission just to see this team. It's like the Globetrotters, yeah, like on ice. <laughs> I mean, like it was really like you go there, you hope you might win. And I, I saw a couple times when the Penguins won when, when Larouche was there. And yeah, we willed the team to win, and you know, Denny Heron or whatever, you know, stood on his head. Yeah. But you know, it was just one of those things. You 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 paid to watch them. You know, if if you lost, you lost. But it was just the entertainment value of seeing such an amazing what twenty some twenty four. Oh, yeah, well, the, the in, early sixties through the late seventies, they they owned the NHL. Just dominated. Yeah, yeah just dominated. And, and you know, the list of players are just you know, you can just spew them out one after the other, and they were all great. I mean, most of them are in the Hall of Fame. There's only a few that yeah. you know on those teams that were just slappy like uh, third pair defensemen, maybe. But other yeah. than that, that, that was like having the uh the Steelers dynasty for like you know 15 years <laughs> right 
right? in, in, in good health and in, right. in drafting. I mean, there wasn't a lot of teams. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, and, right. and, and the way that. The way the whole draft and the selection of people was a little, a little bit convoluted. Yeah, you about, could like grab; they could like grab players French from Canada, French, no, was, Cana- yeah. French Canadian Quebec, players, yeah. Quebec players. So that was a little bit. They 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 pilfered the the the, the chicken house yeah. a little bit, and that's how the league was back then. So it wasn't wasn't really a fair deal like it is now, where you have you know the regular draft or lottery balls, you know whatever it might be. There's they were they were able to kind of pluck some of those French Canadian players um, away from the other original. 16s, but would you still want to say something about Savard? Yeah, so, so the Savardian spinorama, which I always thought was Denny Savard's move, mm-hmm. it turns out it, it was named the Savardian spinorama for Serge. Oh, really? But did not know that. He said uh, that that he did it because he watched Doug Harvey do it, another mm. Montreal defenseman. Right, right, right. Yeah, Doug Harvey, right. Yep. Sure. So that was. Uh, just an interesting thing and it, it is interesting it, 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 it is you that. said it's it's just it's just a hell just it, it's one of those things that you, you get a, you kind of shake your head to like did he just do that right right yeah. i mean i probably saw maybe maybe i even saw that when i saw Serge of our play but as a defenseman i wouldn't i think i'd see a lot of that yeah you might you might see that as him trying to get away from uh, a four checker or something yeah, but maybe, but then yeah. he was doing it to right he actually did it and scored a goal yeah right <laughs> yeah he scored a bunch of them yeah so did Denny ever said that he kind of copied that or something like that? Or was that, you know, did that, I wonder if anybody's ever asked him that. Like, oh, this is, I'm actually copying the Serge Savard spinorama. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that kind of got a lot of credit for that. So, well, it was uh, co- the Serge, uh, the Savardian spinorama was coined by uh, a sportscaster, uh, Danny. Uh, Danny Galvin. Yeah. High yeah. atop the gondola in Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. probably know him. No, I don't know him. So he's, he's a guy, he's, he, was, he was hysterical. So this guy, Danny Galvin. He was a, a Canadian broadcaster, and he I used to once in a while be able to get games from like back like, yeah. like Canada. Just I had this shortwave w- weird radio back Rabbit in the day. Ears, yeah, yeah, and uh, he had this thing where he would he would say that he he'd say, uh, "This is Danny Gallivan high atop the gondola in Maple Leaf Gardens," and then he during the game he he was the one that that coined some of the fray like Mike Lang, but he would like when Brian Engblom played for the. Um, Edmonton? No, for the Canadians, like a defenseman. Oh, Brian thought, Engblom, who's like a who's like a who's a uh, ESPN yeah, yeah, yeah. I analyst he for at one the time. Oilers, but you're right, well, right. Yeah, no, it was, it was mostly with with uh, Montreal, but but like I would listen to the game and and he had this kind of rap where he would just say what he wanted to, and he's like, oh, and that there's the, that shot gets caught up in the Engblom paraphernalia, <laughs> <laughs> and so now you hear guys say paraphernalia, you hear Bob Airy yeah, say yeah, paraphernalia. Yeah. I guarantee you, yeah, Bob Airy right. listened to him, and, yeah. and that's where he got that. Yeah, I from. Bet you're but right. it was hysterical. But yeah, Danny Galvin was a you know he's a a Canadian legend basically. If, if you think about Mike Lang times two up there, yeah. that's, that's kind of like the way they exalted that guy. Okay. So, anyway, so, so that's putting a bow on that one. Yep. Uh, so awesome stuff. And uh, well, we're going to head off to a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with uh, your Steelers. Back from break, and um, here, here we better go. <laughs> here, here I thought we went. I mean, <laughs> geez, oh man, 
Yeah, you know, this is one of those things with your steel air that, uh, and I think I said this prior to the Baltimore game, not to slap myself on the back, but I was like, oh, we're going to lose. I remember making a joke about, like, the thanks for participating in the NFL season. Of course, they turn around and win. Yeah. Two-point conversion aside. You know, it's it's the also, goofiness and weirdness of this team is just like, you know, they should be probably done, you know, and packing her in. But, you know, this is the weirdness of this league and this crazy convoluted AFC North that, you know, they, they can go out and win this game and, and then still hanging around, hanging around. You know, it's like that movie Rounders when the, the, the Teddy KGB was doing the uh, thing with the, with the poker game with uh, – Matt Damon, when they were doing it, you know, hanging, it was like he was playing yeah. all night to try yeah. to like you know, win, win off of him, hanging around. So you know, it's it's uh, I, I I I throw up my hands to try to predict what may have you know happened. Are they dead yet? No, but as we I think we talked about, if you look at these last four, I mean, of course, the Fighting Faker Mayfields are all COVIDed up, so who knows about them? Uh, Baltimore lost their quarterback, Lamar Jackson may come back this week. I don't know, but. Uh, you know, it's just it's a it's a it's a crazy a crazy league, and so you just never know. But um, I I don't know whether we talked about maybe the over and under being two wins, and maybe I'd probably bet under if you forced me to. But you just don't know. I mean, the chefs are to me the only team. I, there's no way they're going there and beating them. But other than that, does last three? I mean, do they hang it? But look, th- this is really a a ship that's not going to sail into any kind of fortune this this, no. this this year what do you th- what are your thoughts yeah i mean uh what are they six six or six one? six and one yeah right um i, I think they're going to struggle to get to my eight win prediction yeah i think you I think you may be right um i mean the the, the chiefs are out i'm sorry but that's that's not going to happen yeah I mean, unless like they all get coveted up and and their quarterback is yeah. out i mean and, like you know last week you know was like, it was like a dickens novel it was a tale of two halves <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean come on how do you yeah, fall back 29 yeah. nothing and 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 bizarre get close i mean it was in bizarre. the guy's hands i don't know who, what was the worst story like them doing that or minnesota just 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 screwing the pooch for yeah. a whole half at home yeah i mean they're really lucky to come out of there i mean with i mean it would have been one of the amazing stories all season if that you know friar Ruth catches that ball and they go yeah. in overtime and win but yeah you know oh oh you know all uh all, all truth being what it is, it's, 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 it's not a season that you just don't. And other Steeler seasons past, you just have confidence that uh, Ben and the defense or whatever you know, they're going to rise up and do this. Whatever they're going to get Joe Hayden back. It looks like he's a full participant in practice. Yeah. He's coming back, yeah. But um, you know, when 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 uh, one guy comes back, another guy goes down, and then this defense. We talked about the linebacking crew, and and there's been some more stories. Uh, Merrill Hodge just came out and talked about Devin Bush, and he really la- he really laid into him about <laughs> like he's he's basically I would be, he said I would be I'm just telling you this as a player he said I would be looking forward to playing that guy yeah. I want to play that guy you know because of you know and to be fair we talked about the defensive line and they're just you know with 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 only Mr Hayward and a bunch of collective collection of stiffs uh, they're just trying to hold the fort they just. They they can't hold people off, and so people are running through the, def- the offensive uh, yeah. defensive uh, linebacking crew. You know, when Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick's making all your tackles, you know, at, yeah. the, at the third line of defense. Yeah, he mentioned that in the Minnesota game about how Dalvin Cook. You know, he was getting hit by safeties. The first the first the first contact yeah. was by safeties. You know, so and you know, of course, in years past, you know, that was the the big thing about stopping the run, and then we'll figure it out on the backside. But that's just. 
that's just not your current day Steeler. It's not your, uh, no. your, your, not your, just your grandfather, but not your, you know, not even your father's. Uh, they, they've Steeler, got guys so. on the defensive line that I, I couldn't pick out of a lineup. No, no, I couldn't. If you pressed me, I couldn't tell. I me, mean, I only knew about the Hassenhauer guy because I remember like earlier in the year when they grabbed him, grabbed him. <laughs> Sounds he, like a watch. He, right, <laughs> right. Uh, and then he got hurt and some other people hurt. And then the Finney, I think, is still hurt. So if they have issues around there, um, the, around the whole team that way. Um, but, you know, I mean, the situation that happened, we, we thought we, we went over. We're not going to keep beating on uh, Mr. Uh, Clay Pigeon, uh, uh, Claypool, uh, with his, his antics. But, <laughs> Clay Pigeon. you know, but, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of players have come out and just said, and the the, the stunning thing, like Joe Green came out and he, yeah. he commented on the whole thing about saying, look, you just don't, that's this is not what you do. You know, right. just, I mean, it, it was, you know, when you get two or three guys from that era, they're just talking about how it's kind of embarrassing, you know, how you, how you, how you do this kind of, how you do things like that. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, we'll see. We're, we're heading down the, the home stretch here. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I watch the games with, I throw my hands up going, well, I'll, I'll, whatever I'm going to see, it's either going to be a train wreck or it's going to be some kind of fascinating out of the out of the blue win that I never saw coming, you know. But um, you know, uh, even uh, Najee Harris was talking about how you know he he mentioned a play where in the Cincinnati game when they got blown out forty one to ten, there was a pick that Ben threw, and the guy was racing for a touchdown, and he and and Najee, one of the few guys that ran downfield, tackled the guy like at the seven or so, yeah. and they held him to three. Yeah, and so he he was just talking about effort, right? Like he does not see in the effort. Now he's a rookie still, yeah. But he was trying to say, like, you know, this is the kind of stuff we do. This is we do. We did at Alabama. It's effort. Yeah. You know, it's always effort. Well, it's it's, and that's know, what I'm not seeing. We, we hear, hear hear about that across you know across the river at the uh, at the at the rink, right? It's yep. a it's a 200 foot game. Yeah, right, right, exactly, you, you, and, and exactly. You, 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 they got passengers, right? Yeah, a lot and lots of them. Yeah, right. There's so they're all right, and uh, that's a great example because you know we talked about how Coach Sullivan would call out Kapanen about you know using the speed to go 200 feet and do that. That's the kind of stuff that you're not seeing. Uh, next man up, you know, if even if it has to be the next guy and it's not a starter, you know, you can still have effort, right? And, and there's there's a lot of times where you're seeing, I hate to go back to the quitting thing that that that, that uh, Boyd uh, uh, from Cincinnati, the Tyler Boyd that played oh, here, yeah. hit. But you know, uh, at the end of the more. day, he might not be too far off. <clears throat> yeah. Because if you're seeing you're seeing some of that in some of the games, so maybe that wasn't such a uh, a wild comment. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see where things land. I don't want to keep going into. We all know what the what the what the what the uh, the problem is, you know. And uh, but I, I wanted to kind of throw in some NFL stuff because how about the how about the Urban Meyer debacle? What a boondoggle this thing is. I mean, here's the thing: that owner, he's getting exactly what he deserved because Absolutely. he basically went for like the quick fix, like uh, putting asses in the seats, selling more beer. Selling more popcorn and dogs and whatever this guy is gonna, you know he's he's gonna bring in the, the fans that we have lost over the years when we basically have been sucking for for a long time. We got this new quarterback, you know he'll 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 uh, make him a, the best player he can be. And then you have the off the field bar things, and then you have the, you know just the the, the goofiness where that that scenario where somebody took a cell phone fo- uh, video of that and then he didn't fly back with the team, and then you have. Now the 
kicker, like accusing him of kicking him. I thought the kicker was supposed to be the one doing the kicking. You yeah, know, for the, right. the, the former uh, kicker of the, uh, of the Jags. So it's just like a one thing after another. And the bottom line is this is one of the more embarrassing, I think, situations that have happened in the NFL in a while, don't you? Yeah. And a couple have, have a couple thoughts on it. One, first of all, sure. let's, let's kind of go over the contract details. So mm-hmm. urban signed a five-year deal, uh, worth, uh, anywhere between 10 to $12 million a year. Uh, so let me give you some perspective on that. Bella okay. Jeep makes a uh, 12.5 Pete Carroll, 11 and, uh, the saints, uh, Sean Payton, 9.8. All Super Bowl champions, by the way, continue. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and if you're Urban Meyer, like, do you go to the Jaguars that were like at the bottom of the, f- you know, there's, you know, the you good need the teams, money that bad. the bad teams, fifty feet of crap, right. and then them, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> do you need the money that bad though, too? I mean, uh, or, or 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 did did he just think that he could do it? It's I a mean, prima donna thing. It, 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 in a, a similar instance and it happened when i was living down in, in the dc area when they uh uh daniel snyder went out and signed uh, steve spurrier All right steve superior yeah but uh he actually won some games and got to a playoff game he did but he was about the best of the bunch and that's not that's not a big list he, 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 that's yeah not. and so i you know i that's that's why i don't i don't expect uh well say saban went and but all of them. He didn't even coach, right? Did yeah, he even coach? Yeah, Miami and and the, the Jets. How long did he? The, just for a few years. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a, 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 you know just train stops at, at each one of them. But I, I guess I was I was going to try to throw in on that is if you look at all these guys, these elite coaches in in college, mm-hmm. they none of them did shit in the NFL. They just they just they, they just have it. I mean, as far as like these head coaches, head going, coaches, yeah. head coaches, right, right, that came that, that, that these the teams plucked from these bigger schools, yeah. Thinking, okay, well, he obviously this is going to translate into the. It's a completely different animal. You yeah, know, you have to be involved in that league for a while and understand the culture of these players. And listen, when these when these guys come into these uh, NFL teams, you know, in college, you're you're the big guy. You know, your your instruction and your 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 weight that you're throwing around is listened to by these guys because they want to get to the NFL. They want to get paid. Yeah. So they they want to they're, they're listening to you because they they want to do whatever they possibly can to get once they're in there they're making this money they they, they don't listen to your shit i mean like, in other words look they still take instruction but you you can't you can't throw your weight around like that right whenever you come to the nfl you have to be understanding of the culture and these players and you have to treat some guys better different than others and whatever you just can't w- wave an iron fist around and think that everything is going to work out and 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 some of these owners, including this guy, whatever his whatever his name is, Ramsey Abid, I don't know what his name is for the guy from the the the, the uh, Omar Khan or whatever, yeah. whoever he is. Um, you know he he um, yeah he caved into you know he saw he saw stars in his eyes, thinking this guy's gonna you know somehow take what he did at Florida and at Ohio State. And here's the thing about Urban Meyer, I you know just keep piling on the guy. But I think he's kind of a shady character anyway. I think he's a dick. In, in Florida, yeah, he, he's he's a snake oil salesman. Yeah. Like, and down in Florida, he was accused of all kind of different violations or whatever. Never totally got to a complete, like, you know, um, right. uh, suspension of players or, or loss of scholarships or whatever. But everybody knew down there. When I lived down there when that was happening, yeah. everybody knew, like, you know, that, you know, 
Didn't know how, he went to Ohio State, and then yeah, shit happened there. Yeah, and it's that right. So everywhere that he's gone, like the the breadcrumbs yeah. of, of of crap, he's kind of he's done shortcuts. There's no question. So well, and, and and I'm also uh, so it looks like uh, the the Jaguar are uh, they're going to try to deny his uh, remaining payments because he was fired for cause, and then in his claw in his co- contract contract, yeah. if he's fired for cause, they can deny payments. Okay. So they're already starting to go down. This. I wondered about that. Yeah. I'm glad you looked that up because I was thinking. I was talking to a friend of mine from, from Florida, guy I used to play tennis with all the time. We talk regularly. Um, he was asking like. Well, was there a buyout or was there, is there like a, um, a clause for like, you know, uh, behaviors? I said, you know what? I don't know. I, I mean, that's something my partner will probably, he'll probably ferret out. But I mean, so what you're saying is. So they're saying that what I'm reading here from uh, a couple different sources, it sounds like the Jaguars have a number of incidents to cite. Okay. To be able to say, we're not going to have to cause, pay you the yes. remainder of this deal Correct. because you, you violated Correct. that per cause stipulation yep. in the deal that you signed. Yep. I mean, the fact that you even have to have that, it's yeah. like, what? I don't know. So, but I just think it's just one of the most uh, kind of bizarre and, and just kind of unfortunate things. And you know, the rest of the owners were probably, they probably were on the phone to this guy too. Look, you need to get this guy out of here. I mean, he's making this, this is the shield here. here here's the funny protect thing. The shield. Here's the funny thing. If if we were doing this podcast at the, at the last January when they signed him, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you and I would have sat across this table and said, "I give him less than two years." Oh yeah, and absolutely. No, yeah, and I, I've been in communication with a couple of people about that too. That kind of follow stuff like we do, and the one guy said like two years, and I said, uh, "That's probably about right." And then you know, not even like thirteen games. There's only like three or four coaches where that's happened where they got fired. Thirteen like games before, in, yeah. like before the end of the first season. One was a guy from Atlanta, some wingnut. I can't remember his name, but he was like some guy. So, but that's a very short list. Yeah. Of people that, but no, you're right. I think we're it takes a think, special kind of guy. I think, you know, I don't want to beat our drum too loudly, but I think we're astute enough to have said, I would have never said less than a year, but I would have said probably two. But you're right. I think no, I would have never said less than a year. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have been fired at the after at the, the end, end of this year. year. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right. Because I just, it's right away, you just throw your hands up and go, Am I just stupid or is this the dumbest thing anybody's ever done with this guy? I mean, there's, and there's so many, there's so many very, very qualified. Assistance, Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City, yes. off the corner, and Byron Leftwich at Tampa. Yeah, you know there are guys. If you just look around, right? Both African American, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. Um, is that still in play? I don't know. Yeah, the but Rooney Rule. You know the the Rooney Rule. But I'm saying these guys are legitimate candidates. Yes. that should be head coaches in the NFL right now. And you bring this wackadoo in. <laughs> I mean, with these guys have tons of experience, gone to Super Bowls and won Super Bowls, right? And you're you're not even bringing them in, or if you are, you're bringing them in for a cursory look, you know. And then you just go grab this guy because of, again, trying to just uh, do something sensational to, to put asses in the seats and and sell beer. I mean, come on. So I mean, that's why when I talk about the people around, you know, here, but but do, do do coaches put asses in seats or is it players? Well, no, I mean they do, but I'm just saying, I mean, somebody like that because yeah. of where where he coached and down yeah. in florida i mean down in florida and stuff you still have down there believe me it's like a big deal because he was like a big thing down there and it's it, it's bigger down there or where, say where you're from yeah you know but so i think that that, that that's 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 why that, that i think happened but i mean i just think it's kind of a travesty of these these other guys that are that are well qualified and we're so many years removed from this Rooney rule yeah. but there are still this either good old boy network or people just trying to do these crazy things. And uh, I, I just hope that 
at some point, um, you know, they make the right decision down there and start looking at some of these legit candidates. But I just thought it was a bizarre thing yeah, to bring up. I, just in, and I think we saw that that oncoming train. Um, hey, I know you wanted yeah. to talk about the chefs. Oh, the chef. Yeah, boy. I mean, of course they they pull one out here the uh, the other night. Yeah. You know, after after just sleepwalking through three quarters. Yeah. But you know, but Andy Reid, like what six seven in a row now or something yeah. like that. And, you know, the, when they were three and four, when they're oh, you know, they're you know, the, what you call it, still the, uh, I mean, uh, the quarterback, what's his name? Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. You know, you know, he took all that money, and now him and Jake from State Farm are drinking every weekend. And they're, <laughs> you know, they're hanging out with Drake from State Farm yeah. and, you know, whatever. But as it turns out, Andy Reid kind of, look, the elite coaches always figure it out. You know, the Sean Paytons, the, you know, the Andy Reeds, you know, the big, and Parcells back the non, in the day. The non-Urban Myers. The non-Urban Myers always kind of figure it out because they know the culture of the league and you know uh so you know but they are they really look again like the elite of the afc like they're yeah like they're well getting I, to that and level, we've so. always talked about it you, you you can't be horrible the first eight games or eight or nine games now right because there's 17 games in the season but i i think it matters when you're winning the bulk of your games oh yeah december football is like the you know i mean if you if you if you if you if you start you know, winning, which if, if it's six in a row, they started before Halloween. Yeah, right. Exactly. They did. Right. And you, yep. you take that momentum into the playoffs. Hey, we've seen that movie before here yeah. specifically. Yeah. Yep. You, you brought that up at one other show about the run that we went on, the Steelers went on there and, 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 and carried that momentum all the way through the playoffs. It's yeah. November, December football, even coach Tomlin says it's December football, you know? Well, yeah, he, <clears throat> he's worn that one out though. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, remember the one back in the day where you know, unleash hell, uh, unleash hell in December. <laughs> <laughs> I guess hell meant uh, I don't know, a couple of women. Hell meant so. making some bad draft picks, right? Something <laughs> like that. But but look, it looks like uh, when we were talking about most of the season here, we were saying nobody's really taking a stranglehold. Uh, it kind of looks like they're 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 doing that now. I mean, again, not a sixty minute tremendous performance, yeah. but, but but with guys like Kelsey and. And 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 Mahomes and and yeah, their, their defense under that one coordinator they have has, has risen up, and they've been one of the top defenses over the past seven weeks or eight weeks. Right. So now they're starting to not only do it from the offensive thing; they're not just outscoring people; they're uh, they're they're playing good defense too. So they're they're looking like they're kind of separating themselves. And 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 then you know, once they got the spelling in the end zone, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it was all gravy from there. It was all downhill. Yeah, right, exactly. So anyway, I just wanted to throw a couple more. Yeah, all right. So uh, we'll uh, take a quick break and uh, come back with some bucks. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave, we're back from the break and getting ready to head to the pucks but i think you had a thought oh yeah i just was going to drop in the when before we got completely out of the nfl that uh have a saturday night special tonight uh apologies to uh, leonard skinner uh <laughs> that uh your uh patriots and these uh coats from indy are doing battle here tonight and uh currently 14 nothing for the uh the boys in the she- in the uh, horseshoe it uh, looks like it's either so, going to be 17 or uh, 21 pretty quick. Yeah, and by the way, the, the Frank Reich, by the way, to, for a correction that we tr- we were going to make like a wh- while ago, when I had my buddy Bob Joya on that played ball at the University of Maryland with Mr. Frank Reich, 
I said it was the Tennessee Titans. He's actually the coach of the of your Indianapolis Colts. So I, this is like a five, four or five week uh, delayed reaction, delayed correction to <laughs> Mr. Frank Reich, the former Terrapin from uh, from Maryland. So onto uh, your pens, onto the uh, the ice. Yeah, I mean uh, six in a row. 11-2-1 in the last 14. I mean... Uh, uh, that's out front. That's out front. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a testament. I just think that uh, we keep heaping praise on uh, Mr. Sullivan. But, like, with people out and guys like Gino out all year and then, you know, Sid back and forth, and he's finally just hitting his stride after yeah. his little COVID thing. And then, um, you know, other people going up and down, and, and he continues to, to get his players to play the system. I think probably the biggest thing that's happened that's really helped them play as a five main unit is the fact that 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 six player defensive core has been kept together for a while now yeah so now it's the same it's the same actors you know and uh, when you get the continuity like that uh on the blue line and you don't lose significant people there yep. like you don't lose really anybody they're they're, they're completely healthy with you know dumo and Latang on the first pair and, and Pedersen and 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 marino really really playing solid together both as we talked about that nauseam Need to improve their games from you know GM and coach both said, and they're and they're they're looking strong. And then you know you have Ruido, you know back there on the third pair with Matheson. Yeah, you know, and so, I think and, they're, so. they're I think they're seven eight deep there this year. Absolutely, and yeah. uh, absolutely. Even if they do have an injury here there that isn't super significant, I think um, I, I think they'll be okay. But I look um, as as you get in the notes here, uh, the jar of flies. Yeah, uh, great uh, great turn of phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Um, from one of our favorite he's, bands. Uh, he's showing uh, why management had faith in him. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, look, I mean, uh, the goalie is, is a lot of, uh, I mean, it's a lot like uh, it's a lot like a starting pitcher or, or a lot like the quarterback or whatever. You know, it's the, the one guy that you, sometimes you pin things on and, and you know, you had some of the things and the, 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 the fall down a little bit in the, in the playoffs last year and everything, but, as we talked about before, you know, he got him there the whole year, him and Mr. DeSmith, who's also looking pretty good, um, as well as uh, not, from not even playing that many games. Yep. He, he's dialed his game back in after kind of an early shakiness. You know, but, but look, with Jari, is, I mean, the numbers, I mean, 16 goals against in the last 11 games. And, and you know, the one game was kind of an outlier because they gave up five to Edmonton. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so 1.92 goals against. And, and some of those... Some of these, some of these saves have been ten bellers. I mean, like keeping them in games. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like last night, he had one where he he pad slid from the left yeah. to the right post to, to you know to post to post to, to knock off and then and, and and save a rebound again too. So he he's been not just above the line, but way above the line. And again, that's why that's why management and that's why they get the big bucks. And then and but I mean, I had the opinion. I still love the guy. I mean, I still do because he's still so young, and you know. Uh, some of the fall downs were not, it's not just him, you know, yeah. and, and he, was he a part of it? Sure. Yeah. But I mean, the, who's that guy, that manager that the uh, pirates had a long time ago. And I, he was just some stiff that was there for, a, I'm never going to be able to get his name, but he was just Pinch, like, pitcher. No, he was, a, he was, no, he was, a, he was a, uh, the manager and it was the, just for a short time. He was, um, now, I won't be able to think of his name, but he had this saying. Before which, or after Chuck Tanner? Uh, well, no, it was like around the, it was around the time. It was like maybe bef- before the guy that stole the base. Uh, oh, uh, Lloyd McClendon. Yeah, but before him, like before Lloyd even. Oh, came in, it was oh, a white uh, guy. Gene Lamont. G- uh, it was after Lamont, but somewhere there was a guy in there in the middle. Oh, oh, the, the Dodger. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, so we'll, Jim. Uh, yeah, Jim something. Uh, damn it. But he had his, he's going to start tapping away his keys. See, this is just like a, a bar show. We're just like kicking things around. Unfortunately, or, or fortunately, when we used to hang at the bar, we didn't have iPad Pros at the time. We just had to try to conjure it up in our mind. But anyway, this guy had- Tracy. His, Jim Tracy. Thank you. Thank you for that quickness on the finger tapping. But he had one saying. One of the few, <laughs> one of the, one of the few good things he actually said was, if, if, you've, if you've seen it before, it's in there. Yeah. And he was talking about some yeah, other players that like yeah, yeah. maybe like right. So that's kind of like to me like the ultimate thing about Jari is like you you saw the kind of stuff that he had. You saw not over a weekend, flashes. but over a longer little stretch. Over a longer yeah. stretch. Yeah. Like if you've seen yeah. it before, it's in there, and he's showing that it's in there. And you know he and this goaltender coach thing, yeah. Coyote looks like it looks like, and 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 um, Jari is not usually that effusive in either his praise or like say saying bad things about the guy that left. Right, he's right. been very effusive in his praise of yeah. this guy talking about simplifying things getting back to his normal like just like not thinking too much and just playing and not react you know just reacting not thinking and when you have some fall downs you know you start thinking well maybe i should do this maybe i should do that or you know and you can't think in that position very much you have to be able to you know just get in good position react and so um I think that's what you're saying is you're saying the Jari that 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 they had so much confidence in when they drafted him as high yeah, as they did. No, and, I mean, and, hey, so, look, you know, you look you look at all of the good teams of whenever. <clears throat> you, you you can't name one that didn't have a good goaltender. Nah, no, yeah, you really can't. No. Right. And even even like even if it's a guy that you didn't necessarily think about coming in, he he went on some big tear and yeah. and and you know, led them to to the greatness that they end right. up having so yeah yeah you're you're very rarely winning a cup with a mediocre goalie i mean it's 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 just not something that really happens yeah. maybe, maybe a late bloomer like a tim thomas but, sure yeah but, but then he maintained but then right and tuka rask like you know yeah. came came you know came came uh on you yeah. know he was you know took took them by the nhl by storm a little bit but it wasn't like he wasn't like a, a household name and then he yeah made himself one eventually but uh and then, you know, the ongoing stuff we keep talking about is, you know, I mean, Erod, I mean, the legend grows. I mean, the, I mean, the guy's <laughs> under a, a million show. We were kind of talking to Scott off air a little bit. Like, you know, the one million show me contract, show me, uh, we're in Missouri now. Okay, this is this, <laughs> yeah. the show me state is, 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 is in full, full dramatic effect. And I think you mentioned something like uh, what you just kind of dropped in here. But, uh, you know, I mean, at this point, I mean, at the end of this, if this keeps tracking and there's nothing, nothing to show, that getting all the top six minutes being on the top power play, getting four power play goals, I believe he has now. Yeah. Um, these are, these are not cursory minutes. These are not third line minutes. He's, not, I mean, the, right. I mean, he's he's performing up with that thing. So, well, let's what put do it. You this, do yeah. Well, let's let's put it this way. And, and uh, apparently, Gino is a more of a full participant today in practice. Uh, yeah, I think he had I a regular regular shirt on today. Oh, he did. Uh, oh, I didn't hear the regular shirt thing. Yeah, I thought I saw okay. a tweet on that. I'll have to go back and okay. double check that. Right. Um, but uh, regardless, uh, I, I think the ramification is uh, that Erod's e e ascension probably means that uh, Rusty Cage is going to be on the third, likely fourth line. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that they can drop him that far down. Third, yeah, maybe, but and you know what? Honestly, that 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 Bluger thing, he needs a little bit of a he need he needs a little bit of a, a poking or a little bit maybe to kind of like 
maybe uh, jumpstart his his offensive part too. So maybe they maybe they pick that apart and get him back in. Or again, like we talked about, you know, when he gets healthy, I mean, uh, you know, he's yeah. you know he's making what four or five per or something yeah. like that. And so that that might be something they start looking at. Uh, right? Do they make a move? I mean, do they make a trade? Right. I mean, because at some point, because certain people are top six people. When you start trying to drop them to to bottom six, especially too far down. Um, you know, Rusty and, and, and Erod are top six players, period. I mean, and, and so, you know, it's, well, it's you, a slippery you, slope when you try to bump well, somebody uh, down uh, too far. Uh, uh, Gino is definitely going to be on the second line. No question. You cap it in. Yeah. Uh, it will slide down to Gino's line when Jake comes back. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so you go, so, so you, I mean, do you reunite? So you go, you go Gino and Rusty and Zucker? I mean, I mean, and well, the, I mean, I mean, or, you Zucker's know, I mean, you make it even more than than uh, Rusty. Yeah, yeah. I I would say <clears throat> they'll probably have Zucker and Cappy with Gino. Okay. And uh, you know, and Rust dr- drops down to the third line with Freddy Krueger with Teddy Bluger. <clears throat> yeah, and it, yeah, Maybe. I'm okay with that because because I think it's that third line is a little bit too checky. I mean, because you got what Bluger, Aston Reese, Smoke. right? And and uh, Simone, or is he Simone on the fourth line? Uh, well, it's it's kind of like a re- facsimile of it's like they keep, yeah. you know, because uh, they get the, the DOC uh, on, yeah. on there, and they and they had, you know, uh, different center players, well, but, but but you know, but that but that top part is so loaded because you know you have carts too, you have, yeah, you know, Carter, yeah, you know, so well, that's what I'm saying. Carter's a fourth line center. Well, actually, they'll they'll move yeah. Bluger down. Yeah, no, yeah, Carter, Carter's right? not going down. So that's why. I'm, so yeah. you're not going to put Rusty and Carter in the same line. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I guess they always say, "quote unquote," it's a good problem to have. Absolutely. But there's, you know, eventually when you do this, uh, um, what is that? Not Chinese fire drill, but what is the thing? The musical chairs. Yeah. Somebody's not going to have a seat. Somebody. Yeah. Well, so, unfortunately, I, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, bo- boils on the shelf because yeah, that, right. That, but, yeah, that changes things a little. But he was, he was kind of playing. Just a little bit here and there, anyway. So, um, but at, at, if, uh, my dynamic that I'm kicking around in my noggin is just Rusty Zucker, you know, that kind of thing. Do one of them? Does one of them? Does one of them go? Like, I love Zucker's game this year. I love the way he's playing. I mean, he he just needs to fill the net. But a he's bit. just not. He's just not. He's just not Denton. You know, and 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 it, look, everything else is is doing tremendous. He's getting he's getting high danger chances. I'm yep. like, he's not. Believe me, he his game has way improved from from last year, but it hasn't translated into you know into putting the puck in the, in the back of the net. So uh, somewhere along the line, when these guys get healthy, now none of these guys are healthy. I don't know what Russ's deal is. I mean, I don't know if he needs like to go into Heinz Ward's hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> I, I don't I, like. Does he still have that? Maybe he should borrow it from. Yeah. Him. I don't know what's going on because this guy can't get on the ice. Yeah. What, I, what, what, what is this? Like a bo- does he have a big boil that needs Lance? I, I don't know what. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys are out so long anymore, and it's like I mean, you know, it's frustrating because you don't hear exactly what we know. The thing what happened with with Gensel's hand just because you could see it. Yeah. You know, and then obviously he was gripping a stick in practice. Yeah. So obviously it's not shattered or, right. or broken. So obviously it must have been some deep bruise or something like that that's just going to require the seven day, as you sent me in text, um, requirement of the IR 
the the uh, yeah not LTIR but the right. regular IR yeah, seven, seven days yeah so he comes back in the mix so all I guess I'm saying is something's got to give yeah when well all these it, people start coming back and I and I noticed the uh, an autocorrect I, I I made a change and it, it wasn't Erod's agent it's it's Latang's agent yeah you I, I saw you okay yeah thing. yeah I wonder uh, about well that because February's in, yeah. coming around well, talk about the Latang thing go ahead and take the range yeah February's coming around right which I I, I think it's still February for the trade deadline right. Uh, I think it's actually March. Okay. Yeah, it's early in March. Uh, so Latang's an unrestricted free agent at the end okay. of the year, and uh, his his agents opened up contract talks and once four years, four years. Uh, he's thirty four. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I know he's probably one of the most best conditioned oh, athletes yeah, yeah. in sports. I mean, yeah, that's not... but he's also had some freakazoid crazy injuries right he had a stroke he's got the heart condition yeah, yeah that was a while ago but he's also yeah he's he's uber conditioned but yeah it might be one of those things where i think he, I, I think latang's gonna be one of those guys it, it, it's gonna be like paul amalu he's gonna have a cliff well i don't know maybe uh, but he but he but he is in he's in such formidable but look at zanato chara you know he just kept going on and on like eh, different kind body. of game though a different kind of game but i mean uh I mean, to your point, there's times when, but I think here's the thing that I think that might help that is that I think in at least the last couple of years, now whether this is, um, you know, Hextall conversations, um, Sully conversations about, look, live to fight another day, quit, quit, like, you know, throwing yourself around and, and giving your body yeah. up so much. And I think that's where some of those injuries came from. If you look over the past couple of seasons, he hasn't done a lot of that now. He's, he, he seems like he's reigned. I should have asked him at that coffee shop. Yeah, you should have. Well, here's the problem. He's wearing his elf shoes. Yes. The (laughs) Camino coffee shop. Here's the problem that I see, especially because, you know, two years ago, if you asked me, I'd been like, Marino's his replacement, and then Marino had the sophomore slump. Now, he's he's turned it around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think we're sitting here, and, you know, we don't know about POJ. Yeah. I would say if anybody's here to, to... take Latang's minutes, quality minutes. It's it, six. It, it might be Marino. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But they don't have anybody else in the system, so I'd rather Max pay for two years, And but I, I just can't see them doing four. Well, well maybe with an option for th- three or a, t- or a yeah, club I, option for three or well, a player option for three. Well, and, and I, I think know. it's a whole new ball game too now that we got FSG here, right, versus uh, the Burkle and Lemieux show. Oh, sure, yeah. So I, you know, it's going to be interesting. Come trade deadline, yeah. we talked about it earlier. Um, look, I, I want to see both Gino and Latang finish their careers here. I, I, well, Gino's UFA after this year too, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And you got Erod sitting there saying, yeah. "Hey, man, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a superstar." And he can. And here's the thing about Erod too. <clears throat> I mean, we keep, you know, massaging, you know, his, <laughs> you know, his his worth here, but he can play any position. Yeah, I mean, he can play off wing. He can play, so he 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 lends that. Uh, you know, Mike Tomlin always used, likes to say positional flexibility. Yeah, and he and but this guy is the epitome of positional flexibility. He can play center, he can play right well, side, he can play left side. He can go on the off wing on the power play. He can go yeah, strong wing. But so off let's let's hit play. that a little bit, right? So you, you think about and, and you you now when Gino comes back, we now have a trigger from either side of the circle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, e- Erod's doing his, a power play. E- Erod's doing insane. his best Ovi impersonation. Oh, did you no see question. that slap shot the other night? Yeah, it's insane. I mean, 
And 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 the thing is, what he does, which I know we talked about a little bit, but it bears repeating, is that you know he he gets one of the things that I think is the most um, amazingly under underdone things. He changes his shooting angle yeah. almost all the time. You see him toe dragging. Yeah, he understands like the game now. Like he thinks you can't it, shoot it through a leg. You can't right. You and so many. <laughs> this is, this is the shot blocking extraordinary yeah. league. So you have to be able to be deft enough yeah. to change your angle, toe drag. You, you've got to outthink that guy in front of you. Yeah, you can't just wind it up hoping it goes past him. Yeah, and he does that, and he drags, and he pulls it into his body. Pulls it into his body, and and when that thing gets going when he snaps that thing he's it's very ov like it's uh it's, it's legit it's got some hot sauce on it, it it's legit yeah i mean even that even the, the goal the other night i mean it suban it, it he, he got a piece of it but yeah. the damn thing was so hard he could he couldn't stop it like he it, couldn't i think it he, hit suban and then it hit the goalie and then it went in yeah but there was so <laughs> much starch on it that, yeah. that even him getting a piece yeah. he could he couldn't control it like yeah. he couldn't and and then he'll just roof one, yeah, you know, or something. And, and oh, he's yeah, he's 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 sent a lot of postage. Yeah, and like what <laughs> they had twenty one shots or some damn thing last night at the end oh, of the yeah, first nine. period, and he had like eight or nine of them. Yeah, For God's sake, I mean this is that's and he, Oviesque. And here's the thing: he's not just doing it like he's just turning at the sideboards and throwing it to the net, you know, like to get his. I mean, oh just, yeah, you know, they're, 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 high, they're high danger chances. They're high danger chances, correct? Right. I mean, he's not just oh throw it at the net from the circle and see if it might hit somebody. No, he's like walking down Broadway and like and goalies are like scared shitless of this guy now. I mean, he's like he's got ten. He probably could have like. 18 and, and, uh, and he, he's he's also addition it too <laughs> and, he, and right and, and as we talked about the one time uh, a couple years ago or even a year ago whatever if he feigns some little shot most goalies are going to go <laughs> who are you rodriguez who the hell are you like yeah and now he's winding up and they're going oh shit and, and then he dishes it off to Gensel who pops one yeah because they're Empty legitimately net. have to brace <laughs> yeah. for the shot that they yeah. don't even know if they can catch up to. Yeah. So I mean, it, I think I just think it's so amazing for him, and you could just see because I watched the interview with him after the game the other night. I think not this past game, but somebody asked him, "What's the big difference?" Yeah. And he just confidence. said confidence. Yeah. Like I just I just have, and you can just see out there, yeah. like I belong. Yeah. Like you can tell when somebody turns that yeah, corner yeah. of like, oh, I'm just out here hoping to stay. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I belong. They got a couple of those guys on it, it like Sam Lafferty. Yeah, yeah. I think DOC's crossing the barrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you had a couple other things here, and yeah. we touched on it, but, sure. uh, you know, the PK... Sorry, our, I can just our, talk about E-Rod. Yeah, no, no, no. Our, our, Thanks for interrupting me. But our, but our special teams are off the charts, too. Absolutely, and, and yeah. You look at any championship team, they've got excellent special teams. Off the chart. I think that's... I think that's I think the, Understatement. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's giving a bad word to the... Uh, a bad deal to the word chart. Uh, 35 in a row? Yeah. Kills? I mean, that's... Uh, like it's, it's the last time that's happened was in 1981. Yeah. In 1981, how many years? I I failed math. What was that? Like 30 years or something like that? Or uh, I wish it were, but it's closer oh, to 40. 40. Yeah. Okay, I told you I failed math. <laughs> so that that's and then and then and then power play. Even though they're not like pouring them in, yeah, they're legitimately th- threatening on every power play, keeping it in. You well, know, they're keeping like, the other team honest too. They're not taking dumb penalties. You, you take the you take yeah, the penalty yeah. kill. Yeah, you you couple that and and look, you know, your goalie is your biggest penalty killer. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think you you put all of that together, and you know, it's it's still early. It's it's yeah, not yeah. Christmas yet, but I'll, sure. I'll tell you, I'm I'm, I'm tracking the right good. way. And uh, the other part about the PK, I just wanted before I forget, not Subban. Is it is it uh, no, not him? <laughs> uh, is that not only are the kills 
so many kills in a row. It's just the way they're doing it. But also, they're not taking as many penalties. Right. So now there's 35 in a row games or 35 kills in a row. But they're not like four in one game, three in another game, four in another game. Like they're yeah. they're not taking as many. Right. So maybe they're killing one, maybe two a game, like every game instead of like because you you start piling up three, four, five in a game. That starts uh, messing with your line then, combinations. Then you're, then you're whistling yeah. past the graveyard. You yeah. Know? So so they're those they're also just taking less penalties. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that I mean that's a that's a big. Uh, uh, a big deal. It's just going to be so interesting because I just I, I love stories like Erod. Yeah, you know I just I just love stories like that because you can just see the guy again, not just a a cursory type deal, but yeah. a, a legit threat. So that's such, such a great story. But I wanted to just flip and we keep going on and on about our great run that the Pens are on here right now. Barbecue Bruce six and zero with your Vancouver Gabby. Canuck. Good grief! I mean. Kind of kind of barbecue sauce do they have up there? They might, I mean, that stuff must be spiked with something. I mean, <laughs> it have, is Canada. Uh, they have uh, what's that stuff they like up there? Uh, rye whiskey. They made they rye whiskey. They, and, uh, they it's a Canadian whiskey. Imported that uh, in there for Mister Barbecue Bruce. But Bruce, yeah, Boudreau, I mean, uh, I mean yeah, it's, it's, it's six six in a row is is nothing to sneeze at. But uh, they didn't have anywhere to go up. No, true. But I mean, but he, he's kind of realigned Brock Besser yeah. a little bit, reinvigorated yeah. him, and that 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 he was. He was kind of uh, scuffling for a while, and he seems to have calmed him down a little yeah. bit to be back to the player that he, he is. I mean, I, we don't obviously, and you people don't that even follow hockey, you know, don't get a chance to watch the, the Western Conference very much. Yeah, but, it's tough. You know, I've kind of been at times when I can, I've been kind of like taping some ESPN Plus deals and just kind of watching some highlights because I'm like six in a row. They were like dog shit, Willie. <laughs> like whenever we were playing them, I mean, the guy got fired right after the Penguins played him. Yeah. And this guy just came in, and then, of course, GMJR is uh, president of hockey operations. Now, the Poho, as you like to call him, the mighty Poho, <laughs> uh, over there, too. So, wow, maybe they they got something they got something going in there. So, it's a... Yeah, it's we'll a see. Game. I we'll mean, see. it's, it's uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, <clears throat> a couple of the uh, Canadian teams have pushed out some games. Uh, I think Montreal, uh, their last game, they... They did not allow fans. Yeah, in, half, so. half capacity was one. Yeah, no, they didn't allow any there. Yeah, then half capacity. I think at Vancouver or yeah. someplace. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, for hockey, um, and, I, and we've probably talked about it, but hockey is such a gate revenue. Oh, sport. absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. like NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, th- they could survive another half capacity season. Mm-hmm. Like this league can't, and, yeah, and it's you know really, it directly yeah. affects like the. The Penguins, right? You know, Latang wants more. Erod wants more. Yeah, the yeah. cap's only going up one million. Is that it? That's it. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Well, so hopefully the uh, the uh, the sports group there that uh, that took over is. I mean, thank God that we're in the the you know the the capable hands of that group. Yeah. Because no matter what. FSG, they'll figure out a way yeah. to do something. Yeah, That's they got what a lot. They, of, they got a lot of smart guys. Yeah, yeah, and they have a lot of they have a lot of. Uh, uh, capital behind them so anyway. hey uh, before yeah. we head out the break uh why don't we because uh, i think we got a short segment here on okay. uh on college football updates for yeah, pitt and penn state short. yeah so uh pitt uh is you you got written down here uh pickett's not so peachy yeah when well, we kind of both predicted yeah. you know, i think we saw that coming yeah yeah both of us both of us were on the side of he's not going to play and yeah it's just look it's it, it's just something it's that explain your percentages yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, and again, we talked about he's probably a first round pick. Where in that round, we don't know. But you know, 
again, we talked about if you're third, fourth round, you're trying to you're trying to improve your stock. Yes, you probably play. Uh, the other defensive back for Pitt also opted out. Oh, did he? Yeah, I didn't see that, that today. one guy. Five eleven guy. Yeah, I think it was him. Okay, he he, he had like about eleven passes defensed, and he had some. Good okay, numbers. he also wanted to keep wherever position he was told he was probably going to be in the draft. Right, he right. opted out too. Look, this is I don't, you can't blame these guys when there's money on the table. Um and and you know especially with with Whipple leaving the coordinator you yeah know, that that, that kind of like sealed the deal if there was That's probably if there was any sliver of chance that he was going to play uh, that went out the door when 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 he left so, well I think the other thing you know. too is uh you know this 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 may help change uh, how college football right right because now we have we have four teams in a playoff mm-hmm. if it were eight or ten. You know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe pits up there. Yeah. Oh, and, oh yeah. And, and sure. So maybe it, it, it's a bowl game. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it's you know they, yeah. he, he's already won ten. Right. He's already right. Already won the right. ACC championship. Yep. yep. So he's won eleven. Yep. Yeah. The, the this the, one isn't going to add anything to his resume. The big accomplishments are already behind yeah. him. Yeah. Right. right now, you're just not. It, it doesn't. It doesn't improve anything with him right now. Everybody knows what he's right. about. So he's not going. He's not going to hurt himself by. By so the, the game, I guess what point. I'm saying is these these non, you know, four playoff games are are really turning into exhibition games. Well, correct, and and right, and but but again, it all depends on said player's position in the draft. Like yeah. Where where they thought like their agents saying, look, you need to play because you need to you know improve your position. The other guys, well, you know, you really shouldn't play because, like Michael Parsons at Penn State, you know, he sat out during the COVID thing. Yeah. Say he opted out. He stayed out, you know, whatever that was because he thought about protocol or not. But he's obviously has got a superstar in the making. You know, there was no reason for him to to try to play again because right. he, he knew he was going to be a, a first round pick. Right. Period. And uh, and he was, and he's great. So uh, yeah, I mean, so and then you know, Penn State's deal. Um, the only thing I want to throw in about with that it was it pretty much with all with all. Uh, Circuits reporting are all uh, what they say in the elections, like with all something reporting, all all, all uh, precincts reporting. Precincts, yeah. Uh, they, they're basically around six, seven by most all the big uh, people that do that, the, the monitor, the, the uh, recruiting classes, right in there at that, including that one huge quarterback that they got. So yeah. they're they're right in there, and that again is why you know the offer with with Ten Franklin years. that we we thought still should be shorter, but you know. Uh, that's that's pretty formidable, and there's a lot of there's a lot of four star guys in there, and a five star quarterback. So, right now they're in, you know, of course, Al Beppo. We'll see what happens with with Arkansas and uh, you know, Arkansas, Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, how that, it's like Chardé. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the, the you know the girl yeah. the singer. Yeah, it's like uh, it's going to get to a point where like, okay, um, what, what's your name? Uh, 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 Smith. How do you spell that? S L Y C G. <laughs> but yeah, our Kansas. Um, so uh, the quarterback uh, for why do I when I get on air I always forget? Oh, um, the quarterback for Penn State. The recruit? No, no, the guy that's there right now. He, he's, he's still gonna he's still gonna play and he's gonna come back next year. Um, but uh, this this recruit that's coming in, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be ready. But he'll probably redshirt. Uh, yeah, he, he certainly will. I would think uh, redshirt, but I mean, their 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 quarterback, uh, Penn State's quarterback, is gonna, uh, is 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 going to play, and because you know, he you know had missed some time with injury, and you know, so uh, it's Clifford. Uh, 
Sean Clifford, sorry. Yeah, but so the, but that guy drew Aller's name, Mister Football. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's he's I'm coming. Ohio. He's coming down the pipe, pipeline very very Hot and quickly. Heavy. So, uh, but look, that's where they're at right now. I mean, the the the, the picket thing and where he goes in this in the draft coming up is going to be really the the out front story, I think. To to between the Pitt Penn State yeah. team to see where he lands in that in that draft in April. So hey, it's good we get to talk about both teams. Absolutely. Usually it's just one. Right. So we're moving on, right? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hit a break we're and uh, we'll on, come back with uh, yeah, what we're sipping. Dave, back from the break, and uh, guess what time it is? It's the holiday season, so get it, get it by the microphone. Your can. All right, there we go. Uh, oh, you need a towel? No, no, okay. minimal damage. All right, all right. Here we go with mine. Uh, Bang! It's it's all in the deliberate, it's all in the wrist. It's all in the deliberate approach to it's the. It's all ball bearings these days. Yeah, so uh, it's the most wonderful time of the show. Um, oh, by the way, random thought before we get into our sippages here. Yeah, <clears throat> a little holiday ditty came to mind because it mean my weird, uh, demented, twisted uh, melon. Uh, come up with a little holiday ditty uh, for one of your uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this is uh, for you, uh, uh, Devin Bush. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh <laughs> well I was, th- I was just was thinking uh um so uh in my in my in my brain this this mm. kind of came out uh uh it's the holiday season so whoop dee doo and dickery duck and don't forget to get off your block <laughs> it's just just exactly at one o'clock they'll be coming down your chimney down so that's not uh, so mr bush you better get it together all right so what are we doing uh, uh you got you got some porn over there to do oh yeah great i forgot about that little detail oh it's kind of light looking okay well we're, all right so i'm passing this to you is yep. that the deal we're going over i don't got anything on the show notes right. dave all right, uh, so you've got a voodoo brewing from Meadville. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a sling blade glass. Where have I heard that before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama, I'm in fear for this beer because I've never had it before. <laughs> uh, so this is the uh, Oh, Mama Renegade, correct? Yep. And uh, from the Do That Voodoo That You Do Brewing, as yep. well, I love it from beautiful downtown Meadville, PA. You want to roll out the... Yeah, uh, it's a golden American lager, uh, 6.0 on the ABV. 6.0, okay. And uh, IBUs are uh, category unknown. Yeah, well, they may, they're going to get 6.0 on the scoreboard like before halftime, yeah. maybe this time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these guys from those guys from Sticks, what is it, Tommy, what's his name? Tommy Shaw. He's going he's gonna, to... Uh, Excommunicate us if we don't start putting some points on Tommy Shaw and J- uh, James Young. Okay, so what's the deal on this? Uh, uh, golden American Lager. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna go ahead. Oh yeah, I got yeah. It out of the can. All right, so uh, that's go. what she said. Let me smell. All right, all right, here we go. Mm. Oh yeah, definite lager. That's good. Yeah, it's very lagery. Yeah. So it's so it's just a straight lager. Yeah, yeah. I I, I could I could pound a few of those at the tailgate. <laughs> And in their in their infinite wisdom here at Voodoo Brewing, 
uh, scan and, and photo your can to hear Renegade. <laughs> scan and photo your can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... Yeah, that's a visual that I don't want. But I guess you can. So they have a QR song. code there, folks. Yeah, it goes on. It goes right to uh, Spotify, Spotify to, yeah. to play uh, Renegade. Yeah. Um, so yeah, straight straight lager. I mean, I, I wondered when I poured out. It was definitely definitely kind of light. Mm. It's good. Yeah, it's real good. You know what about lagers too? What about this up a straight lager that's not a light? Is it doesn't have a lot of backbite. Yeah. Sometimes the lagers that aren't light lagers yeah. are like you know you get yeah. a little bit of a back yeah uh, a backbite. But that's uh, yeah that's that's good straight. That's a that's a a beer drinker's beer. You could have this at a tailgate. Yeah. You know. I um, think that was their intent. Yeah. So uh, you know you can't have it after the third quarter when Renegade plays because you <laughs> shut down the taps. Mm. Yeah. No, I like it because that's a. That's a, a straight drinking one you can have a couple of few at. Uh, all right. Yeah, a couple. Uh, yeah, that's a tall boy. That's tall boys. All these, boys. All these freshies from the locals are all coming in tall boys these days. <laughs> all right. And I'm smelling this little kind uh, of pungent. So, uh, yeah, mine, mine is a uh, an 11th hour brewing down in uh, Lawrenceville. Larryville, yeah. Uh, it's called RoboJack. It's got a nice little picture of a robot. American India Pell Ale. If you could put another adjective. Up to the microphone. There. You always tell me. Uh, American uh, India Pell Ale. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you got me. Seven point one on the ABV. Oh, okay. Right. And uh, both went local again tonight. Yeah, for the holiday season. Yeah. Um. So uh, they actually put a little bit of a uh, a thing on the back of this one. Um, uh, the latest uh, in beer technology, maybe not, but RoboJack is definitely tuned up and well charged. Wow. This deliciously balanced IPA is double dry hop, Dave. Yeah, my favorite. Yep. yep. Double dry hop, DDH. DDH. Uh, with intricate blend of New Zealand, Kohatu, Mosaic, and Amarillo hops. Amarillo by morning. Big aromas of mango, papaya, guava, and passion fruit hit the nose. Jeez. While malt undertones, oh, pardon me, folks, uh, lend just a hint of sweetness to the delicate, lightly carbonated mouthfeel. Mm. <laughs> that description, oh, you, that description you, is a mouthful. Yeah, you'll like this Jeez. one. Wire in and let... RoboJack, press all the right buttons, Dave. Cheers. Okay. Hurry up. I'm thirsty. All, all right. right. Let's, uh, chin, chin. Okay, yeah. Mm. Oh, so smooth. Oh, wow. Is that really good? With all those mil- myriads of things that you talked about, papaya, guava, and whatever, anything else that ends in an A, I don't, uh, it's, it's such a great mixture. Let me see. This is why I like sausage, Dave, and uh, I don't care what's in it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> okay this is a family show you realize right like let's see that's really Boy, that's yeah that's nice that's nice and it's dense like it's yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a let me, let me get a get a look at yeah, get a gander of that, that. Yeah, look. yeah i think i told you off air that there's a store down there in uh big so crick road crick as we say in, in, <laughs> in this area uh called um uh crickside beer Shockingly enough, shockingly enough, and they they always push it. They have they have a they have a thing with eleventh hour. And every time I go down there, they talk about their different ones. Boy, look at this description. Take I it, know. Took you like five minutes to roll that out. That looked like somebody's thesis. Forty six degree <laughs> tulip. What does that mean? I, I, I don't know if that's like the oh other... temperature. Oh, serving temperature. <clears throat> yeah, in in a tulip glass. In a tulip glass. You got a you got a total I mean, silo cup. All my uncles and stuff are like rolling over in their grays right now. Their Budweiser, you know, and their and their <laughs> and their stuff are going tulip. You tiptoeing through the tulips, Dave. Tulip glass. Okay, that's insane. 
So pairing with grilled salmon, Parmesan risotto, vanilla ice cream with strawberry compote. Oh, okay. wow. Fuck. Compote was waste. I don't know what I'm Compost. Oh, I'll you forgot the S. Okay, God, I forgot. Yeah, this is really good. And it's dense and all those different things. It's almost like the color is almost like a... It's like a... Well, it's a hazy IPA almost. Yeah, but I don't, I don't get... You can't even see through that. It's really thick. It's like a beer milkshake. Wow, that's real good. That 11th hour. Man, that is Well, I got a four-pack if you want a, a roadie. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm stealing one from you. I mean, I mean, I would have stole it, but now that you offered it, I won't have to pill for three years. Now, that's good because it's a lot of... Again, I think we said before, and I know I've said, the greatness of these local places, it's the freshness of it, but also with all these different things... You just don't get one thing that just kills you. Go, yeah. uh, you know, that's too much passion fruit. I, yeah. I can't, you know, because mango, I don't even really like mango. But, yeah. But when you put it, all these things together, it's just, they, they really. Alchemy. I mean, it's alchemy. What a great <laughs> word. Yeah, because they just, they just have the, I guess they just keep sampling until they get it right. Yeah. You know? Well. Really good, man. Robo Jack. Jack. You don't know Jack. Well, I know Jack now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just. Man, this is so good. And some of those ones that are like, even you say 7.1, sometimes when they would come out with like higher ones, you could yeah. really taste it. Oh, like, like I can't that, even like taste gasoline it. or something. Yeah, I, I can't, can't taste, even, I can't taste this at it's, all. It's hidden in all the A's. Man, that's so damn good. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Folks, okay. I, I just have to say that it's not official. It, it was official a while ago, but Dave has definitely crossed over. Oh, there's, yeah, there's no, there's no going back now. I mean, the, you know, it's like... You know, but the, but the good thing is, dimension. in in years past, I could never go between like a a, a lager and an IPA. But but these things are so good, yeah, that you can do it. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. See, that was my problem is that it was too big of a leap, like for me to go to that to like pine cone or to go to like a really a really hoppy because yeah. like the double dry hop that I talk about when they do that, it it it, it I, I don't want to say it. It it makes it smoother so that you're not because when somebody says double IPA, you think immediately, oh, you're going to get double pine coned. But th- that's not how double dry hopped is a different uh, method by which they, you know, mix all these things together, and it's it's such a so fresh and so clean. Mm. Well, yeah, that's definitely good. I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely. Gonna, I got another winner that was on East and Gary, which it was too. It was like it was like. It was like paint thinner. I didn't really like that too much. <laughs> I mean, I do like Sam's winter, which I got some of that. But, but this is even in even in this kind of weather, boy, this is really good. Okay, so that's that. Oh, and by the way, just for uh, real time update, real time update. I asked Scott because I didn't bring my my sidecar. Then Scott rolled out one of our our uh, re, re, redacted uh, or re, uh, not redacted, but our greatest uh, hit greatest hit of uh, peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. Uh, for the holiday season, let's do an official glass chin chin, chin on that chin. for you to bring the screwball back out. Thank you, you screwball. You, mm. man, that is so good. That's getting it done. I forgot how good that was. We still have to get the hard truth, but uh, this is the, but this is really that's a, a that's my mission in 2022, Dave. Is, yeah, uh, I'm gonna, gonna have, have to secure that a, uh, We might have to a couple fists of that. We, we might have to cross state lines, you know, put on some, some disguises, and, like go and get some fake IDs and go into uh, the Ohio or something. Well, like I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, with the with the new job, I'll, I'll be in Ohio a little bit. Oh, really? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cleveland. All right. Cleveland. Yeah, but no, um, great, great stuff, man. Yeah. 
both I, of those. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm liking that. Well, of course, this was, the voodoo was just a logger, so that's kind of like a curse. Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm, this I'm, thing, this is. I mean, power. that's excellent. Wow, I'm, good. Uh, because I just, I'm not as big of a fan <laughs> of loggers, but this is really good. Yeah, no, it's good. And the thing is about like you know, I you know, I'm a go to like Miller Lite or you know, as far as like the just the right the regular just like uh, go to drinking just like your you're mouthwash. Gonna, Right, and but this, yeah, this this uh, this so mama, uh, yeah, renegade is uh, is very clean because it doesn't give you that big bite aftertaste. No, I I don't get it at all. Mm-mm. Now because any kind of lager or like what's what's the other one? Pilsner. 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 You usually get that too, and a little even, bit. And uh, even even um, it's a little dry. Southern too. tier though, when they they have their uh, not killer pills, but it's called something pills. Uh, I think it's eight days a week. It's a pilsner. I think they're, they're just, it's called eight days a week. That one doesn't even have a big, a big, um, you know, backbite for yeah. a pilsner because yeah. pilsner. That's usually that's where you get some yeah. of that. But no, two really good uh, choices today, Scott. Good job, man. And the peanut butter. And the peanut butter. Oh, beautiful. God, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm going for the cycle today. I think Dave. you should leave this out for Santa. I'm going for the cycle. There's cookies that you have up in your kitchen. I think you should. <laughs> If you really want to get like the 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 uh, GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip, you need to leave some of this peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> I think you're out right for out for uh, Mr. Kringle there. Yeah, the jolly fat guy, not named Chris Farley. No, not named Chris Farley. Um, okay, so, so uh, I don't know that we need to break. I think we just roll right into the uh, famous uh, dates and birthdays. Oh, what do, sure. What do you think? Yeah, we can do. Yeah, we can do that. I'm I'm uh, I'm flexible. I'm calling an audible, Dave. Yeah, my old <laughs> Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> Yeah, I beat you to it. Okay, Peyton Manning, folks. <clears throat> I tell you, this this is an all star cast tonight. This is going to be. I'm, I might have to keep sipping on the whiskey to to um, keep my mouth. Uh, well, I can I can moist. tell you, folks, that it, it's <laughs> it's like Hamlet's soliloquy here. Well, yeah, I was I was going to say this is uh, this is definitely uh, sh- Shakespearean. I mean, to close, <laughs> I've outdone myself. You I say? I, just something takes over in my mind when I start writing. I can't. Okay, here we go. Here we go, folks. So uh, the famous event we have, um, 1218, of course, has recorded in the year of our Lord. Oh, by the way, Dave, yep. uh, my, my uh, brother's birthday as well, Michael. Really? Yeah. Happy birthday, yep. Michael. Michael Motorcycle. That's right. Hope you get one for Christmas. Oh, so here we go. <laughs> On this date in 1966, the popular Dr. Seuss book, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, was made into... Animated television special and shown for the first time on CBS. Uh, and the narrator, well-known horror movie star Boris Karloff, you know, right? Yeah. So, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, actually, you know, is one of those, just one of those programs that when you see it on television, you just know Christmas is not far away. You know what I mean? They, they have some innovative versions that are really kind of cool, too. Right. They're out there. <laughs> I just saw one of them recently. Pretty cool stuff. Just makes makes you makes you know that you're in the season. So, and heading out to uh, heading out of Whoville <laughs> and down Polish Hill, Scott. Oh boy! Uh, watch out for the uh, folding parking spot chairs. Yeah. Uh, so, over three rivers and through Hayes Woods. Uh, <laughs> watch out for the falling bald eagle poop. Oh um, to Mister Rooney's house we go. As the weather outside gets frightful, the fire in Art the Second's house is surely delightful. <laughs> And a different Christmas tale is being written here, I think. Uh, it says, no, Mr. No. as Mr. Rudolph, uh, no, not the uh, four-legged head reindeer in charge every uh, 1225, uh, Mr. Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. might have his own stories to write after this holiday season should the sleigh guided by Mr. Mike Tomlin crash into a large tree while navigating down the bumpy slalom course that is the NFL playoff run. Uh, if you're a Steeler... Missed the postseason merriment as expected, and Mr. Roethlisberger 
rides off into the North Hill sunlight, then they might just they might just let poor Rudolph play in many more Steeler games. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, so look, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Stay tuned for more on this story, folks. Well, I'll tell you, Dave, that, uh, <clears throat> The Grinch Stole Christmas is my favorite. Oh, I love it. Uh, Christmas yeah, uh, I love cartoon. It. I love it. Uh, so on the birthdays. So uh, first up, Ray Liotta. Yes. Born in beautiful downtown Newark, New Jersey, Scott. <laughs> is at the <laughs> full retirement age, full retirement elbow age, eligible age of 67. Wow. You know, when I think of um, anything New Jersey, I remember the George Carlin uh, bit from his HBO special, <laughs> amazingly what am i doing in new jersey was one of his specials he had and he's talking about like the state license plates and the mottos on right. them and the sayings on them like in florida is the sunshine state and in idaho it's famous potatoes right. so he says new jersey's is the garden state yeah if you're growing smokestacks <laughs> <laughs> man i love that man so anyway um yeah ray had a number of solid but kind of you know unremarkable roles like you know killing them softly with brad pitt uh Wild Hogs with Travolta, oh, yeah. remember, and then uh, some others, and of course, getting his wig split by Hannibal, <laughs> the, the cannibal Lecter, in the sequel to The Silence of the Rams. I mean, the Lambs. HCL. Yeah, the, not The Silence of the Rams. I mean, Lambs. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the Bucks or the Packers will probably silence the Rams in the That's playoffs. Right. But anyway, uh, so obviously, the most out front and well known role for for Leota was playing the real life mobster Henry Hill in the nineteenth. 90 Scorsese classic Goodfellas. I mean, really showed his versatility as an actor there. I mean, his final scenes were, were amazing, the whole airport thing and all that stuff. So, Ray, hopefully when it's time for you to go back into the corn, we hope you oh, lie yeah. in a field of dreams <laughs> for eternity. I mean, I heard an interviewer uh, ask you, if if heaven exists, what would you say to St. Peter when you arrive at the pearly gates? And, and you said your answer was, funny meeting you here. Uh, just don't be surprised if his answer is... I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? <laughs> so, uh, all right. And Steven Spielberg. I told you this was an all-star cast. Wow. <clears throat> and, uh, checking in at the big Joe Green slash Ryan Reeves. Uh, is maybe the biggest and baddest director, producer, and screenwriter of all time, arguably. Uh, one Steven Allen Spielberg, uh, who launched his amazing career in 1959, 75 today. Wow. So I mean it would take I mean honestly it would take an entire show to break down the brilliance of this guy. I mean uh ET, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jurassic Park, the Band of Brothers series, I mean et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So, of course uh Jaws which was mm-hmm. I mean one of the most early and formidable things he did, you know, almost pulled by Universal Studios because it ran like several hundred days past deadline. They were like they were like almost done. I mean he I mean he almost drowned several times, you know, they're doing that stuff on the water. Right. He got bonked in the head by a boat that was going by. I mean, just crazy stuff. But went on to gross over 470 million shark fins. And then that's back in 75, Scott. So, right. Hello. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, look, Stevie, my man, uh, thanks a lot for saving Private Ryan. <laughs> uh, giving, us, giving us a new reason to appreciate the color purple and uh, winning the, the War of the Worlds. Jeez. And when you finally head to, off to that Empire of the Sun, uh, we hope... You and the big guy upstairs have a close encounter of the best kind. So happy 75 to you, uh, maestro of the movies. What a, what a tremendous guy. Yeah, I mean, Jaws was the first blockbuster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Summer blockbuster, yeah, I mean. Not, yeah. Right. I mean, just, I mean, I remember going that with a to a friend that I had to have my sister take us because of the 17 or yeah. 17 thing, yeah. the rating thing. And as you said, I mean, just, the, the, 
on the edge of your seat. We could, you know, finish out the show with this guy, but uh, (laughs) just another uh, honorable mention, uh, Schindler's List. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I saw that in there, too. I mean, I probably could have rolled that in there in some way. But uh, so, and for this guy, you think think it would be all over now because (laughs) time is definitely not on his side. But apparently... Wild horses still can't drag Mr. Keith Richards away, Scott. Uh, held together by duct tape, heroin needles, and used Ernie Ball guitar strings. <laughs> Rock's, <laughs> he's, Rock's true miracle of modern science and, sur- science and survival skills is somehow 78 RPMs today. Wow. Oh, my God. So, 78. Uh, 78. Amazing. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so the legendary guitar man of the Rolling Stones is somehow still on the right side of the lawn and continues to shred it on the the stones 2021 senior citizen tour scott um i think there's this this non-profit like alliance for lifetime that sponsored their their tour this year it's some group that teaches people lifetime income options or whatever but it, it seemed to me it would be more appropriate if the sponsors were like geritol depends maybe ben gay can chip in a few bucks anyway that uh, that didn't happen but uh so keith when you finally say goodbye to ruby tuesday and meet the big record producer in the sky we hope he's okay with all your transgress transgressions and imbibing down here i mean be kind to him otherwise you might just say hey hey he he get off of my cloud oh boy happy 78 there wild man and uh so and finally jesus i know there's a lot of them and there's a couple there was a lot today finally so mr moneyball and that legend of the fall himself mr brad pitt shares a number with chris letang and jack lambert today scott oh boy 58 for the talented multiple Oscar and Golden Globe award-winning actor and the, the slayer of two of the biggest hearts in Hollywood and Miss <clears> Jennifer <throat> Aniston and, of course, the wild and wonderful Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a major force in the industry and a, a, a big man on scene, as it were, on uh, many significant films like you know, like, like Spielberg, almost too many to mention, yep. all shapes and sizes and genres and whatever, Scott. So, uh, look, we're glad you're still up on the top of the mountain cranking out you know, great work as an actor and producer, but... Yeah, when you do finally land at your final resting place, here's hoping a river runs through it, <laughs> and there are 12 monkeys joyfully playing in the trees. Uh, maybe by a stroke of luck, you'll be buried next to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, would seem only fitting there. Um, as a special request, when you're pre-planning your final arrangements, why don't you have them bury you under 50 feet of crap for old time's sake? <laughs> a favor of Scott and ours. Uh, watch Moneyball, you'll understand what we're talking about. So happy birthday, you inglorious bastards. That's right. And uh, just a couple honorable mentions, because uh, there, there were so many of them today. That Wizard of Wexford, Christina Aguilera. Oh, yeah. 41 today, Scott. Wow. Amazing. 41. Yeah, I love seeing her this. picture of her uh, up at Coles. Up at Coles Tavern, right? Mm-hmm. At that, right. I've never had the pleasure to Still meet her. Still standing but, uh, after 150 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And she actually stopped in there yeah. a couple times. Amazing. So, of course, and then Electro Dream Pop star Billie Eilish is 20. Uh, today, 20. yeah, I like Billie Eilish. Yeah, I, I like oh, her stuff. She's you know, fantastic. She, she's really good. You know what? And her and her um her brother, um the way they produce things um is uh, they're just amazing. I mean, and they're kids. I mean, well, he's yeah. older than her, but yeah. not by a few years, whatever. But I mean, and she's real. I mean, what I like about her is she's real unassuming. She's not like the star that's like a prick. Yeah, you know, like like oh look at me. Like, yeah. Sometimes when you when you reach that level, she's of, no like, Taylor like, Swift. No, 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 exactly. She's she's very for the amount of success and the amount of craziness and the, the fans that she has, the adoring fans. She hasn't let that get to her, you know. She, and she can go from 
some some crazy things in a way like i said her her uh, brother which was like i can't remember his name again but uh it's the same name as some other guy that's in in music but um phineas phineas is her brother but they they they, they make they make uh sounds out of everything like they were in australia one time and there's this crossing light you know how you have the crossing lights yeah. that says stop or go and you can walk yeah. across the street there's like this right and that's that bad guy that they they put that in in that bad guy tune they just dropped it in there as a thing for that bad so she can go from a song like bad guy and some uh where do you go when you where do you go when you fall asleep or whatever to like to like a real a real melancholy great pops uh pop song like when she first started out like um ocean eyes yeah you know so she's so talented i i just you know and i'm an old guy i mean you're a little less old than i am but i love this girl i just think i just think she's really anyway what's that song out there was it happier than ever now it's out right now uh, it's so good yeah 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 it's, it's it like initials off, or something it's yeah it GMR starts off with just like ancient. acoustic guitar yeah and her singing and then it just it, yeah it builds and it's just yes the production of those oh. two being as young as they are is unbelievable right it's like some of the best producers you think they had some major major producer doing this stuff but it's it's mainly them that are that are doing it and her brother phineas who's so amazingly talented i mean um like, like one of the big producers out there greg kirsten yeah he's done so many things like with sia and adele and whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean he's 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 truly you know uh trained trained at some of the biggest places around and he he's he, he's got a resume right yeah but, but but this this kind of stuff sounds like he did it yeah you know like like somebody like a real pro did it but anyway i, I don't want to get too far in there but she's i really like her and yeah uh, absolutely and lastly katie holmes 43 yeah former mrs uh, tom cruise yeah that's right 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 until she didn't like the whole uh, Church of Scientology scenario, I guess, maybe. <laughs> but uh, So that rounds out our famous event and several superstar birthdays today, I, Scott. I, I, I think that was the show. Uh, of the, uh, the you know, first round of uh, 18 holes, if you will, Dave. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, the king of them all. It really was. And it's usually, you know, just like the 18th, it's usually the... Uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, the uh, solstice thing? No, no not you're that. coming into the 18th hole. It's usually the the pic- most picturesque hole. Oh yeah, right, right, exactly, right. When you're coming down there, yeah, coming down there when we're walking up in the crowds, uh, Dorney. Well, I hope you guys, uh, the crowd out there that, that listens to us, the MCI friends and family, still probably. But uh, I hope you've enjoyed the first 18, and I, I hope this is going to be the first of many rounds that we, that we do. And Scott and I are committed. You know, well, we should be committed, but, but we're, we're committed to bringing you know uh, some kind of excellence to you, um, and we're just going to keep marching on. And we, uh, you know, we of course welcome all comments and everything like that. But as we as we as we go into the the, the last part of this year, you know, I just want to say to you, Scott, thanks so much for coming on board for this and and wanting to do this 18 shows ago, and and being so. Um, being so receptive to this concept and and uh, we hope 2022 brings us you know some more and maybe upgraded or or uptick of of, uh of where we want to go with all this what do you think yeah i mean hopefully the local teams give us some some more content uh (laughs) good good and bad uh i i I, and i meant to have a a random thought earlier we 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 kind of breeze right through it but because we're talking, and sorry about the burp on air, folks. 
I don't know if that was the peanut butter whiskey, the lager, or the uh, other three drinks that we've pounded. <laughs> um, but so eighteen, we're we're, we're kind of using the the the, the golf uh, analogy. Tiger Woods and John Daly's kids are golfing with them. Yeah, how about that? Have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I heard that the Tigers hitting the crap. Charlie the Woods, ball. yeah, They're gonna, mean, they played in that some kind of yeah uh, the, the program, yeah, yeah, celebrity program, and and uh, both kids are are phenomenal golfers really? already. Yeah, they they got to be ten, eleven, twelve. But uh, so Daly's so, kid hasn't started hitting the sauce yet. Apparently, he's he's good. He's he's good so far. He he's not hitting the sauce, but he's <laughs> definitely hitting the cheeseburgers. Oh, he's smashing the cheeseburgers solid. <laughs> yeah. Is he a little por- little porky? He's he's he's, he's, pudgy. he's he's yeah. He's got some girth. Okay, uh, right, he's well. not bad. But uh, hey, he, probably, you know, not, not much bigger than John was. I mean, John John was not in bad shape when he hit the tour, right? So when he grabs that cheeseburger, he just says, "Grip it and rip it." That's just, right. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. So well, yeah. I mean, well. You know, well, the thing comes to mind as my brain always works in mysterious and weird ways. Eighteen in life, right? That's right, Sebastian. So, so Mr. Alice Cooper, um, mm. right? So uh, Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach. Thank you. Um, but look, this is we we want to press this thing forward, and we need your help out there. Um, and we're going to do some things ourselves. Hopefully, do some quick Facebook live drop in. Maybe go to one of our breweries. Maybe Hitchhiker or some place like that. To maybe I think twenty twenty two Scott, we should endeavor to maybe ramp this up just a little bit by doing some things that maybe get some other people in our orbit yep even if it's a 10 minute facebook live at some place or just whatever not a whole show of it because we can't really do that no but we're gonna we're gonna try to we'll bring some more we got some more interviews coming yeah and you're still gonna do that thing right so we'll probably first yeah it's it's, yeah after the first year you kept kept talking about it it's 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 a busy um Time for him. Uh, season over the holidays because okay. there's a lot of hockey tournaments. Okay. Well, when he gets in a uh, bit and, of a and, uh, pattern, then. Uh, we, oh, we also had a, another update we forgot to bring in. Uh, the oh. uh, the uh, Colonial coming back. Oh, yes. Please, please. Uh, 20, 23, 24, 22. 22, 23. Yep. Uh, yep. You're no, Robert 23, Morris. 24. Yeah. I thought, well, I, so they're recruiting next year. Right, right, right. Recruiting next year, but right. So they're they're bringing back D1 hockey. at uh, Morris, yeah, Bobby so Moore. that's such a long-term commitment. They said they wouldn't come back unless they're making a long-term commitment. Yeah, and so gr- that's fantastic. Yeah, and great work by the whole cocky community, the whole community around Pittsburgh. You know, we'll say what you want about us out there, you know, but you know, we, we, we. I mean, I know, like Chris Berman used to say, like nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, right? <laughs> but I, but I, I would beg to differ. I think nobody circles the wagons like your Pittsburgh community. Like whenever they get behind something you know right. you, you i'm 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 if i'm in a back alley with people i'd rather be in a back alley with somebody from from pittsburgh because you know and, and kudos to Derek schooley i mean i mean yeah t- tremendous you know effort to, to to be part of this as well too and, and you and i've gone to some games we yeah. had such a great time doing that and now having two division uh one teams uh in the area it's 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 it's, it's a big deal you know no it's so, oh. You don't know how for big them. of a deal. Well, and it's a trickle down effect, right? As, sure. as the president of a you know a school organization uh, for hockey, it it just it just it, it's such a tremendous help because yep. it it, it sure. brings visibility. Yes, um, it it allows families to go see quality hockey for yes peanuts for no, yeah next to nothing. I right? mean, you know, you could you could probably get in. I think uh, what probably twenty five bucks for a family of four. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, I mean, if and that's eat. a nice complex down there. They do a good job. I mean, well, I think they're definitely going mean, sure to have to upgrade. Yeah, there might be some upgrade. To, uh, 
to recruit to, to get to the next level. Maybe the like, FSG might pump some money into that that boy. You never know. Yeah, got, I don't know. I, you know, you know we talked off air, and, and you know the Penguins had offered some stuff up at Lemieux, and mm-hmm. Lemieux had another pad up there, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Uh, maybe that would be an interim step. I'd like to see them get. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't think or, they're going to get like uh, Penn State facility money. Yeah, just you know, hundred million from uh, the what the what's his uh, buckets. Um, but um, yeah. You know, I I I'd, I'd love to see them uh, compete. They won't be in the same conferences, Penn State, Ohio State, and those folks. But yeah, um, I think they do need like a different venue, though. Yeah, I mean, as far as a, you know, it's a it's a it's a, it's a little, uh, I don't want to say high school hockeyish, but but it's but but the, where, where they're at now, yeah, the it's, it's, sports it's, complex yeah, it's, is fine. But it, it's, it's, it's to get to the next D2, level, I think. Yeah. Since we're, I mean, since they're since they're on this train of yeah. of bring this back, let's bring it back in glory. You know, let's bring it back in. You know, absolutely some style. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, a good drop in there. As I'm having some more of this Robo Jack, <laughs> so damn good. Yeah. So, hey, we've folks, reached the eleventh hour. We, so we've reached the eleventh hour. I think uh, we'll, we'll continue chatting into the to the wee hours here, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll let you folks get on to uh, whatever you're doing uh, next after you listen to this podcast. And um, any other final thoughts, Dave? Uh, just uh, look, ha- uh, happy holiday season to everybody out there, and for all of you that've been listening for the last eighteen of these. I mean, we we can't thank you enough. And we look uh, motor gently if you're going to you know to family to to, to celebrate the holiday season. Christmas, New Year's, whatever, and um, whatever you do. So uh, just stay with us and be safe out there. That's right. Be safe and uh, have another. And uh, with that, Dave, one last chin-chin. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks. We're going to New Year, and uh, we'll have uh, greatest hits for you over the holidays, folks. Peace out. <laughs>